Hey, this is Kiran Nagarai from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Amber Hughes with us. Amber is the owner and empowerment coach at Ignite Life Coaching LLC. Is an eco coach, writer, author, energy healer, certified spiritual life coach, optimistic, goal oriented, and self starter. Want to grow and glow to the highest version of yourself? Listen to our today's conversation with Amber Hughes. Amber, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Very excited to be here. To, very excited to host you today. Let's begin with your journey. Tell us what got you started in coaching and entrepreneurship, if you will. I think I was just burnt out of corporate America and I knew I wanted to do something more with my life. I love people. And the opportunity arose for me to open a restaurant. And I had already started a construction company. And just having the two of those, you're working with lots of people and in being in the business of people, you just get to see inside of their daily lives. They're more than just a construction worker. They're more than just a restaurant worker. And just having the space and time to work individually with each one of the persons that came to help me build those businesses, gave me the opportunity to help cultivate them in what they were actually passionate about. Some of them weren't passionate about restaurants. Some of them weren't passionate about construction. They wanted to do something else with their lives and they weren't happy. So just holding that space for people and allowing them to have a sounding board where I can mirror back to them what brings them joy, what sparks them, what enlivens them, brings me joy. Wow. And uh, now let's speak about the transformation that you have missed or coached after you became a coach so something that you're really proud of or anything that is on the top of the mind right now client success stories i would say working with a young adult currently work with a 14 year old girl who struggles going to school and with the anxiety of of day-to-day life and just being able to be an optimistic space for her that's a third party outside of her family or friends and giving her that safe space to just express vulnerably herself. And then just showing her, like through her own words, mirroring back to her what actually inspires her and what actually empowers her. And then helping her shift her mindset to she can do anything she really wants to do. And she really doesn't need validation from anybody else in that space. So just seeing her grow and blossom, and that's really what's top of mind right now for me is it's just beautiful. Awesome, awesome. And can you please elaborate on your methods? Like, can you please tell us about the steps or the strategies or methodologies that you gravitate towards to help individuals lead them from point A to point B? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's individual based. So it's really important as a coach to have a well-diverse tool bag, so to speak, having lots of different ways to help individuals and just kind of match their energy in that. Some people really dive into meditation and and body work. Some people really dive into the logistical side of things. Just understanding and helping others understand that you're not your thoughts or your emotions and guiding them to their truest self. So everything from meditation, yoga, internal family system, just spiritual guidance, internal guidance, and energy work, just whatever I'm picking up from them and mirroring back to them, having constant learning practices for myself so that I'm continuing to grow myself is the best way for me to help anybody that comes to me, is the best way to have the right tools for those that are attracted to the work that I do. Of course, totally. And as it is individualized, let's try to understand the books. 
see I've written a book and maybe two or so. So what are some of the topics that you focus on in your book? So the one that's published right now, Stepping Up and Stepping Out, it's a really short chapter just on some adversities that I've overcome in my life. And sometimes when we we have stories that we have that are our own and we think, oh, no one else would really benefit from hearing them. But the truth is, is hearing others having to go through their own struggles in life gives us a different perspective on our own life. So we can always gain traction and, and learning through others' experiences. And so that's Stepping Up and Stepping Out. That book really just showcases a, a little of situations in my life where I've had to push through to become the best version of myself. And yeah, and most of the rest of my writing is blog form. So it's mostly just what daily inspires me. Something comes up, I feel like it's authentic and true to me, then I share it with others. And if it resonates with them, then I'm able to walk into conversation a little bit deeper with them on it. Got it. Got it. And you being the certified spiritual life coach, can you please guide us on some of the spiritual tips for us and yours to like gain that universal power to work towards, as you mentioned, postures or yoga systems. So how to find out what would work for us so that we are in sync with that universal power? It's very personal. I think getting quiet with yourself and trusting yourself, really going inward. Meditation helps sitting with yourself in meditation. It takes consistency there to get to a space of what's true for you. I think Michael Singer from Untethered Soul says it really well. If you could objectively look at yourself and see that you are not your thoughts and you're not your emotions and be able to detach from those and be the thing behind the thing. Like you are the observer. You're not your body. You're not your thoughts. You're not your emotions. And when we identify as those thoughts and emotions, then we become the thoughts and emotions. So if you say, I am sad, then you are sad. You've attached to it. But if you say, my soul has sadness or my being has sadness, then it's something other than yourself. It's something that you can sit with and process. You can say, okay, so where's the sadness coming from? Where, what can I learn from this sadness and how does it serve me? And not attaching to it being good or bad, not one or the other. It just is sadness. And it's an experience you get to have and walk through and gain life lessons from to gain a higher perspective of yourself. If you can learn to sit objectively in that moment, I feel like anybody can win. So mind is not stable, I would say. So how to gain that stability so that we are able to identify that, yes, this is not me. But this is rather my mind playing with me or my body playing with me. So how to how to identify? What are some of the tips there? Yeah. So sometimes when you feel an emotion come up in your body, if you can identify where you're feeling that emotion in your body. So say it's like a tightening in your chest, but you're feeling anxious and you feel a tightening in your chest. And then sitting with your eyes closed with that tightening in your chest. And if you can identify what like give it a name like that anxiety is coming from something external something internal maybe give it a color sometimes associating it with a color will bring you into a different feeling like from anxiety to oh this anxiety is actually coming from my afraid of and then walking down from the fear to okay why am i afraid of this why am i keeping myself from doing this or what's inhibiting me from being able to move forward and then doing some breath work with that 
doing some deep breaths. There's lots of different processes out there on breath work. It does. It, there's not one size fits all on breath work. So finding the either ocean breathing or stop go breathing or box breathing, just trying different methods that work for you to get you out of that mindset of the anxiety, and then being able to process through the anxiety and knowing that it's not you. Again, I highly recommend Michael Singer's Untethered Soul for this and getting to a space of objectivity and looking at yourself like, huh, so this anxiety is coming from this. And once it passes, it no longer controls us. It doesn't get to tell us what to do or stop us. And we can move forward. Got it. Got it. So it is not like one size fits all, but it is going to be individualized based on what resonates with the person. Okay. So let's understand the misconceptions that you feel that are around the coaching industry these days. So what do you think? And I hate the word coach. I really dislike the fact that the connotation around coach, it's like some, I've heard people say, it's, you want to know what sport do you teach? The word, it doesn't seem to fit or feel right with what I do. It's the best term that I've found outside of guide. I prefer guide versus coach. But really, coaching to me, I feel like people are looking for someone to just hold that space and listen. But coaching really dives deep into holding people accountable to what they're actually there to do. So talk therapy is really great and it works hand in hand with coaching. People who are ready to make a life change, people who are ready to stop for a lack of better term, being lost in their own fog and they're tired of their own stuff. They want to make a change. They're ready to shift their mindset from I can't to I can and know that that's a choice and a responsibility that they have for themselves to move forward. If you're not in that mindset, then really it's not a space for coaching. But the misconceptions that I've seen go to, oh, I just need somebody to listen to understand me. That works sometimes in the coaching space. You can sit with somebody who just needs to have themselves be heard because as they have themselves be heard, they're walking through the processes and the steps of things that they need to, you know, gain or garner or hold themselves accountable to. Really, that's what a coach is intended to do. And I feel like, I feel like there's lots of big names out there that do a really good job of putting content out there. But as far as like coaching, they're not coaching, they're speaking at that point. And so there's lots of different like avenues you can go as a coach. You can be a speaker, you know, and you can inspire people. You can write just like I do and inspire people. You can have different avenues that tie back to your coaching. But truly coaching to me is just holding an individual accountable for the change they want to make in their life. Wonderful. Wonderful. So accountability is something that they can expect apart from being a guide to to their goals instead of being your goals. Let's get to understand grow to glow. Some, so what is grow to the highest version of themselves? So what does that mean? It means no longer sliding around the delusion that they can't or they don't know to I am and I am going to and I do. So it looks like powerfully stepping into who they actually are. And lots of people say they want to do the work. Lots of people say that they're in that space to be seen, to be heard, to be felt, to be known. Their life's purpose, they're ready. But a lot of people are afraid or they can't see the steps to get to that area. So holding them accountable to, okay, what's that fear? Walking them through that doesn't serve you and getting to a space of they actually can. Like literally, I genuinely believe everybody can be and do the thing that they want to be and do. And sometimes it just takes that one person to believe in them and hear them and listen to them. And I think anybody can 
grow to glow. Wow. That's a wonderful sentence that you just told and that you work towards. Let's get to understand self-starter. How to help, how to self-start ourselves. How to, because there are days when there is like less hope and then there are days when the days are full of hope. On the days when we have less hope, how to get self-started? Do it anyway. Lots of people, you get into your head. So if you're in your head, you're going to find reasons why it's not a great day. You're tired. You're not motivated. The motivation comes after the doing. So you do it anyway. Then you're not tired anymore. Then you're motivated. Then you see progress. Even on the days where you don't want to, do it anyway. And do it anyway. And the action will lead to motivation and not the other way around. So, got it. Uh, Amber, before we move forward into the conversation, please tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. Oh, absolutely. I'm on Instagram. I I have the Casey Coffee Coach, and then you can reach me there. And I'm also on Facebook, Ignite Life Coaching. You can find me that way. Or just email me at emberhughes at gmail.com. Okay, wonderful. So, do reach out, guys. Wonderful person to connect with. That leads me to my next question. So, how to get the goals, how to reach towards goals. So, let's suppose an entrepreneur has a business-based goal, want to expand more, want to, has a revenue-based goal. So, what would be your suggestions there? What do you suggest they do to get that goal? So, I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs. I've worked being an entrepreneur myself. You either have the mindset of an entrepreneur or you do not have the mindset of an entrepreneur. 